Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. We had a whole different plan. For this segment of the show today, but as entertainment news does, we've had some breaking news regarding the conservatorship of Britney Spears, and uh, we have to tell you about it. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And what did we just learn? Okay, so uh, in fact, uh, an astute listener posted uh, this story, and I. Um, saw this and thought, oh my gosh, you guys, look at this. We gotta TMZ get on this. says, headline, Britney Spears, uh, well, under the um, the topic of Britney Spears, the headline says, Jamie Spears asks to step down as conservator, dot, 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 at least temporarily. Huh. So here's the story. Jamie Spears, that is the father and conservator, the guy running Britney Spears' life, essentially, um, has asked to step down as conservator through at least January 20th of 2020. And they know this, TMZ does, because according to legal documents that they were able to get their hands on, and again, I'm going to tell you, the story is coming from Jamie Spears. We'll get to that in a moment. But he is asking to, quote, temporarily relinquish the powers of conservatorship Do. due to health reasons. Huh. Interesting. Now, there's some specifics in here I want to get to, and then we should talk about what we think this really means. So in the specifics of this particular um, uh, legal request include um, that Jamie is asking a judge to give another person the same powers he has. And I can tell you what some of those powers are in a moment. But the person that he would like to transfer those powers to is a woman named Jody Montgomery who he describes as Britney's care manager for the last year, um, he wants her to take on those responsibilities that are outlined. Now, we looked her up, and she looks to be a professional, you know, conservatorship person. Exactly. (laughs) She is literally a professional conservatorship person, and I was just going to give you the actual... Um, She's a California licensed professional fiduciary. Fiduciary. Yeah. Uh, And she is uh, one of the two principals of Pays Montgomery Fiduciary. She also is a social worker. She was trained in social work. And she, uh, now I'm just reading from her bio. She is strongly committed to meeting the particular needs of conservatees and special needs trust beneficiaries and protecting them from all forms of physical and financial abuse. So she basically would be the legal person uh, set up to make decisions for Britney Spears. uh, And those 
those things include but are not limited to the power to restrict or limit visitors to Britney Spears, the power to retain caretakers and security for Britney on a 24-hour basis, the power to prosecute civil harassment restraining orders, that has to deal with Sam Lutfi, mm-hmm. the power to communicate with expert medical personnel regarding Britney, and to have full access to her medical and psychiatric records. Now... She has already consented to be able uh, or to do this. So, again, this woman, Jody Montgomery, would take on temporary conservatorship status uh, for Britney Spears. So she would be making the day to day decisions for Britney Spears, which include but are not limited to the ability for her to, like, use her debit card to get a Starbucks. It's so crazy. So that's the story. That's what we know. That's what developed uh, right after we began the show today. Now, let's talk a little bit about what this really means and why we think this story is coming out today and what's behind it. So what we've what we've learned in the past 48 hours is that there was a restraining order that was uh, issued against Jamie Spears on behalf of Britney Spears and Kevin Federline's son, by Kevin Federline due to an incident that occurred at Jamie Spears, Britney's dad's condo, where he got physically violent with their son. Britney apparently uh, was there also as well because Jamie Spears is the person who supervises all of her visits with her children. They had a 50-50 custody arrangement, but she needed to be supervised, and he was the person who was appointed by the court to supervise those visits, he being Jamie Spears. Jamie Spears got physical with the son of Britney Spears and Kevin Federline. Kevin Fed- Britney took the son out of the situation, met with Kevin, allowed Kevin to have the kids for the weekend or, you know, until he was able to file this restraining order. And this was all made public. So here's what I think all that means. When you put all connect all these dots, TMZ is just a mouthpiece for Jamie uh, Jamie Spears. What that means is they leaked this legal document to TMZ because Jamie, he's afraid of losing the ability to control Britney Spears' conservatorship. Right. So, in an effort to sort of thwart Lynn Spears, that is Jamie's, uh, Britney's mom, and Kevin Federline, her ex, who now has majority custody of her children, to throw them off... Um, and to keep them from, because the the earlier story was that they were trying to get rid of Jamie as her conservator, to throw them off, he steps down, a woman who's qualified takes over, so that would presumably put a block up in front of Jamie and Kevin Federline and their attempt to get control of the conservatorship, or at least dissolve it, right? So if you've got this other person who's not, being accused of abusing her children, who seems like she has the ability to run the affairs, the court would probably be like, the conservatorship's fine, he's stepped down. By the way, he's stepping down allegedly for medical reasons, but remember, he had the wherewithal to physically assault Britney Spears' child. So something tells me he's totally fine physically and um, to make decisions for her conservatorship. So it seems to me that his decision to relinquish control is less about his medical condition and far more about his ability to maintain power long term over this conservatorship. I know that we had to go on a long journey to get there, but I kind of feel like we're on to something. Yeah, and further, you know, you'll recall, as you said, he is citing this medical condition. You will recall that it was about, was it a year ago, Mm -hmm. um, that he was in serious condition because of an intestinal disorder. Mm -hmm. And that was allegedly why 
Britney Spears stepped away from her Las Vegas residency, but he still maintained the conservatorship even in recovery from that. Yeah. So this, so that is sort of a convenient excuse, it seems like, or it's being used conveniently in order to kind of manipulate, as you said, they can't try to oust him from the conservatorship if he's already ousted himself. Yeah. It's like, you can't fire me if I'm already yeah, like fired. You can't say that the conservatorship needs to be dissolved because things are being mismanaged when... You've got somebody who, by all accounts, is managing things well. I mean, this, again, is based on a lot of assumptions that we don't have full, you know, the full um, information on. But I I think a rudimentary boobs assessment, which is what we call all of our assessments of this particular case, indicates that this is, again, Jamie's attempt to sort of maintain power. Uh, over this conservatorship. And again, we're not talking about because I know a lot of people probably think to themselves, you guys like really all this? What? This is a lot of what? This woman it, is responsible for many people's financial uh, success. Oh, yeah. And means. So I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility to think that there are people maneuvering behind the scenes to maintain that flow of money um so that they can make as much possi- yeah. as possible not her or at least so that keep- they can yeah exactly yeah to line their pockets yeah. i can i just pick out one more line out of this that i feel like we need to address mm-hmm. one more line from this tmz uh article about the fact that jamie has requested jamie spears has requested to step down as his role of conservator and hand it over to a qualified individual uh This is my, he's asked for this uh, to be expedited to next Monday, a hearing to be expedited to next Monday. And he indicated, and this is in the TMZ article, that Britney is, quote, able but unwilling to attend the hearing. Yeah. He also says she does not want to contest the proceeding and does not object to temporarily appointing Montgomery. Because Britney Spears doesn't want to lose her children and she doesn't want to lose her life. Exactly. Frankly, it's just like she, you know, she's able but unwilling. That means he's like, you you're not you're not gonna say anything. Yeah. By the way, if you know what's good for you, you keep your mouth shut, little lady. Okay, because let's sit in this space. She's been under his thumb for a over a decade, and he can tell her what she thinks. Yeah. And so this is really what Jamie has told her, she thinks. That's why she's able but unwilling. And that's why she says she doesn't want to contest to it, because he's told her she doesn't want to. Because she hasn't had a thought well, for herself. Either that or she's just smart enough. Like Either she's too dumb to notice or she's too smart to make it an issue because she knows that he ultimately has... The ability to separate her from her children. Yeah, and even if he's not in control, he's still in control. Yikes. More shall be revealed, but you can uh, count on the fact that we will be hot on the trail. This is true. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is Friday, and it is no longer the state fair, so it's been a whole week, really, uh, since we've cheated on our normally healthy diets. Uh, It's high time we cheat again, right? do it! The cheat day, we'll do that after this on My Talk 107.1. We are fresh off the state fair, um, but that means that our tongues are still highly attuned to the flavors of fried things. Am I right? Durr. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, on Fridays, now that we're done with the Minnesota State Fair, we have confined our cheating to just Fridays. Dun, dun, dun. It's a cheat day. Dirty, rotten, cheetah. Cheat day. Cheat 
taste test. Stick this in your mouth. What do we got on the cheat horn today? Well, as I said, the our our taste buds are still attuned to the taste of fried foods. Yeah. Specifically fried pickles. Uh, and uh, Lay's has a fried pickles with ranch Ooh, flavor. I love pickles. And I thought, since we are so... You know, we still are so close to that flavor. We yeah. would really be in the best position to tell if these chips actually taste like fried pickles. Pickles, pickles, pickles. And so, by the way, I have to just give it up to Lay's for the adorable packaging that they have going on with the mouth on it, so you can hold it up to your face, and it looks like you have a weird smile. It's kind of nerdy. By the way, you can watch this on uh, the Facebook page, the MyTalk Facebook page at Facebook.com forward slash MyTalk1071. Are you getting excited for chumps? Well, I mean, are you not? Yes. No, I'm just saying you're losing your words. Well, it is Friday, and I do have Friday mouth. Holly's getting into them. I will say they smell very dilly. Uh, and smells like a chip. The game changer is apparently smells, the ranch. Smells very sour cream and oniony. It does, but with like a tang of pickle. The tang You smell tang? It's on the end. It's on the finish. Sniff it real good. And then you get a little pickle on the end. No whiff of pickle. But no whiff of pickle? Colleen's no. description is exactly how it tastes. Oh, really? Okay, so, um, yeah. yeah, give us uh, give us your thoughts there, Hal. It is like sour cream and onion, but then you just have a whiff of pickle right, right, at there, the end. right there at the end. Just a little, like, the dill just comes and gets in the rear. It's, it's nice. Um, it's subtle. <laughs> what? The pickle just gets no, I said you the in dill. the rear. I said the dill, for the record. Bradley, what do you think? I want to eat, too. Um, here's the thing. I like chips, and I would eat these. Like, if there was a bag around, I would definitely stick them in my gob um, and inhale probably more than I chose to. I don't... I wish there was more pickle. I'm usually there's a, not a lot of flavor to them. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of times with these Lay's chips, there 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 is like a whiff of flavor, but mm-hmm. there's not like nobody's going all in. And I presume that that has to do with like anytime you get really strong flavors, people are like, "Oh, it's too strong. There's too much pickle." Well, why did you buy a damn bag of pickle chips if you didn't want pickle? <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Oh, I. It's impossible to not see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm. No, there's just not enough happening there. Yeah, there needs to be more zest. I think they're leaning too hard on the fried pickles, the fried part, because it really just tastes like fried, like well, it chip. tastes like chip. Yeah, it right. tastes like a and potato so, like, chip with a whiff of. And there's not even something. a whiff of ranch in there. The ranch is completely unnoticeable. It's, I know. I want more ranch. Give me the ranch. I want some ranch-forward chips. I also Why hasn't just, anybody made those? I also just have issues with chips that are tasting like dishes. You know, it used to be that a chip was like um, barbecue. Yeah. Not like barbecue chicken with apple coleslaw. Yeah. Like, I don't know. No. How about just we work on one flavor really well? Exactly. And actually, like, push that flavor forward. Don't try to mix it up with a lot of other flavors because you're not going to get what you're looking for. Stay in your lane, potato chips. Exactly. Yeah. Don't try to be anything more than you are because you're good enough. That's the thing. Just get one thing and be it. Well, and Lay's is like, I don't know. I mean, that said, those are salty and crunchy, and that's essentially what you need for a chip. So the truth is, I need it. I'm not complaining. What would you dip this in? Would you dip it in? I might dip it in ranch dressing and be more satisfied. Again, if there was dip anywhere, I'm going to probably put my finger in it. So you don't have to ask me twice. Okay. So if we are going to rate the fried pickles with ranch Lay's, Mm -hmm. 
We have a five Cobra scale, five being the best. Mm -hmm. What are we rating it? I'm giving that a solid 2.5. Holly? I am also giving it a 2.5. I would eat it, but I would not buy it. Mm. I'm giving it a two because I still would eat it, but I feel like they could. There's room for improvement. There's a lot of room for yeah. improvement. They should have kept working on this pickle. Get on that yeah. R&D over I'm just where potato chip land. Just I, no, saying. I think chips, again, you don't need. And in fact, I will tell you that recent, not recently, but probably within the last year or so, I went back and enjoyed like a bag of sour cream and onion chips. And I was like, you guys, you don't need to recreate the wheel. Just go back to what we know works. Mm -hmm. Sour cream and onion chips are amazing. So are the like sour cream and cheese. Is that what the flavor is? Those are hot farts though, man. Oh, sour cream and cheddar are the best. Oh, those are the best. Yeah, but you get some hot farts. Yeah, but if I'm eating that, I am ready. I'm you can get down with like your own those brand. Those are chips yeah. you eat in sweatpants alone. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Those are not public, <laughs> public chips. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about uh, after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we got a name for those uh d- those <laughs> dumb people. They're called D-Bags, man. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Hey Holly. Yeah, I didn't uh, give you a heads up on this, but if you have the ability to play this promo, that would be awesome. If not, it's all good in the hood. But I want to tell you who my D-bag is today, and it's none other than The Talk. Is that me making that noise? Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me shut this computer off. The Talk is your D-bag. The The Talk talk being the TV show. The TV show, The Talk. Um, Basically, because of the tease for their latest season. Mm. Okay, what? The talk video teases two new faces, including Sharon's latest facelift. <laughs> so we, there's. We have the trailer, by the way. Should we listen to the trailer? Yeah, let's do okay. It. On September 9th, the talk turns 10. Don't miss the big reveal. It's a new set. We're getting an upgrade. There's a new face at the table. Make that two new faces. Oh, yes, darling. We're revealing my facelift. That's all. See Let's celebrate. Seriously? They're oh, literally serious. teasing. The biggest thing they have for the 10th season of their show is Sharon Osbourne's new face. Now, even <laughs> in the trailer, she's she's there. But it's not her new face. No, it's her old face teasing her new face. Yes. How well, new could it be? Something well? tells me we're all going to be teasing something uh, when we see September 9th's episode. That's this coming Monday. Now, this is what I think is so incredibly debaggy about this is that they're like, we have two new faces to promote. One is an actual person, and her name is Marie Osmond. Yeah. Marie Osmond is almost, well, she's not second billing, but Marie Osmond is quickly followed by 
Sharon Osbourne's facelift. Yeah, Marie Osbourne is decidedly the second uh, tier face to I mean, Sharon Osbourne's new face. Can you Here's imagine, like, say. hey guys, we're super excited to come back, and you know what we're going to do? Oh, we're so excited, we're going to show off one of our host's new face. I mean, I get that they're being kind of like tongue-in-taut cheek about this, Cute. but because, I, I, you know, on the one hand, I do praise them for acknowledging on the front end that Sharon Osbourne is going to not look like the Sharon Osbourne of yore. That said, we've come to expect that Sharon Osbourne won't look like the Sharon Osbourne of yore, because... She's a fan of plastic surgery. She gets a lot but of plastic also just surgery. How sad is that? It's they have ten years of right. like women on TV, yeah. and it's her face. Yeah, two not new faces. What's behind it? No, nope. not what comes out of it. No, nope. not, not what, what even yeah. goes in it. Yeah, nope, not not what what is going to be yeah. it's around literally it. Just her face, <laughs> and not just her face, actually. Her privileged opportunity to to snip, tuck, plump, and pull uh-huh. her face. Her new so face. Let's see what this rich celebrity did over the summer with her break. Do you wonder if, like, in anticipation of this, when she walks in, lest somebody need to get, you know, the preview of Sharon Osbourne's new face, do you think maybe when she's walking into the studio, she has to go in, like, wrapped in some sort of scarf situation? Well, that's what so I expect they're going to do. Because pictures based on this teaser teaser uh teaser they're gonna like wrap her face in a towel with some sunglasses wheel her out on a dolly <laughs> and then uh in front of the entire audience unravel kind of like the uh, what was that movie from the like, invisible man yeah the invisible yeah. man um and then we're all gonna have a gander at her puss see or her puss <laughs> i meant to say her <laughs> i meant to say her face but her you know in your kisser your puss your mouth that area. That's not what I meant to say. I swear to God. Here I thought we were just we were just gonna get a load of her face. I didn't know. I meant her face. You know, right in her kisser. Yeah, strip. I didn't know. I mean, exciting. I guess I, we'll be tuning in next. That week. is daytime television. That's a tease. Woof. Wow! Oh God! Well, really good know, morning. I don't really know how to follow that. Happy Friday, kids! I guess I'll just go down here. Um, <laughs> my D bag today. Thank you for asking. Is Kanye West? Oh. Kanye West is my D bag today. Well, that should be every day. But well, I am. What's going on? Okay, now? so boy, it's hard to take such a turn because that was rather funny, and this is just annoying and obnoxious. So. Kim Kardashian has uh, released. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're gonna be sitting with that I'll for a be minute. Fine. Uh, Kanye West has, or Kim Kardashian West, I should say, has released the new uh, set list and album name of Kanye West's next yeah. work. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the name of it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of it? It is Jesus is King. Oh, so it's going to be like a spiritual album, which is okay. Which can I just like really quickly take a moment and say, I actually that is yes, Jesus is king. I'm with you on that, Kanye. My problem with this is that this is not about this is about this is coming from the man who has called himself Jesus for years, has compared himself, has compared himself to Jesus um, and 
is trying to make his own religion right now. Yeah. And I just don't want people to be mistaken about what's going on. Well, that's here. why it is interesting if he's using the word Jesus and not Jesus. But right. again, I think there's this whole I think what he thinks he's doing is different than what he actually appears to be doing, or he is he thinks that we're all gonna see one thing while he's behind the scenes doing another. That is you know, his ego um, is underneath all of this, but he's, you know, cloaked in the the language of uh, religion and spirituality. I, you know, uh, which, by the way, is not a new trick that is exclusive to just Kanye West. Sure. Uh, this has happened before. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. But Kanye West is doing this the most overtly and. Make no mistake about it. This is not about uh, the praise of a deity. This is about the praise of Kanye. That's what he's pushing out there. Yeah. Have when do we hear this experience? Um. You know, I'm not really sure. The, you know, this is apparently why he bought that Wyoming property is to make this album. That's his creative space, apparently. But he has the whole list of songs. There's going to be uh, some gospel makeovers in there. Uh, he's got his own names to some songs. I mean. I can read you some of the names of the songs. So what's your biggest frustration with this? Because it, he's trying to pass it off as this, as though this is like a worship experience of somebody other than himself, but yeah. it's not. And that's what's, that's what's frustrating yeah. is that if you simply are looking at the words, you're looking at the title, you're looking at, and you are a, a spiritual person, you might think, oh, well, this is how cool, like Kanye West is going mainstream with his faith. If let's take a step back and look at the whole tapestry of Kanye West. Yeah. Kanye West has been not has been pushing Kanye as the second coming, not any other religious deity. So this is really about praising Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Then the, also using that imagery to say like to deflect any kind of criticism and as much oh, as yeah. it's like oh, you can't well, touch this. You can't touch to this. Borrow a phrase say, from it, MC Hammer. Is he working in a little MC Hammer? Cover? He might be. You he don't might know. Be. Can't touch the heels. But that is frustrating too, right? Because he's going to hide behind that and say you can't criticize this because yeah. this is faith and religion and this right. is the Bible. Right. Well, no, you can criticize that, and there are reasons why you can criticize that, and um, and and we should be able to look critically at that. And in fact, I'm hoping people will look critically at that oh, because for certain. this is through the lens of Kanye and the lens of Kanye has said for years that he is, he calls himself Jesus for goodness sake. Praise Jesus, he has said. For goodness sake. Oh. I'm just saying, don't be, don't fall for this people. We're better than this. Yeah. Well, this is not an album, honestly, that I'm going to be giving any critical attention to because it's just not my... Um, Jam, just not so my jam speak. usually. So uh, I'm not a huge Kanye fan. But you know, but I, but this is what I'm afraid of: is that that coupled with his Sunday service and filing the paperwork for the his, you know, religious whatever, and having now land. I mean, oh. this is all we're watching this happen mm. in pieces. Be ready, people. Yeah, it's going to be hard to stop this freight train. Um. Also. Did you see that story locally about that lake house that these people tried to pass off as a church? It's like no. a million dollar house. Oh, KSTP um, did this whole report. I was, I just happened to be, um, I did a little TV thing last night. And while I was sitting there, I was watching this report about, it's called In, in the Church's Name. 
And these people like got this million dollar lake house near Waconia, I think. And um, they bought a million dollar lake home. They later put it in the church's name and didn't uh, disclose that they were selling the church to a developer um, and were given a property tax exemption for their luxury estate. Oh, um, so it's just like, you know, it's kind of like it's not the same story as Kanye West, but it kind of makes me think of that when people use um, religion to, you know, get a tax break. Well, yes. And, oh, I can't. I could get into this. The, anyway, go to KSCP5 yeah. Eyewitness News for that report, because it's delightful. Ugh. They drop in on the guy's house. They're like, hey, what's up with this? Yeah. I have to breathe a little bit. Um, I'm going to spend the break breathing. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Bradley Trainer has three accents that he traffics mm-hmm. in. Leprechaun, pri- Pirate, and, <laughs> private. <laughs> and I don't know. We were talking about Sharon Osborne. Uh Leprechaun Pirate and Russian. We are gonna put those three accents to the test and maybe throw in a new one just for funsies after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.